Your insurance needs are as unique as the work you do and the industry you're in. Having the right protection in place is just the start. There's so much you can do to mitigate risks to your business for today and as you grow. At Sovereign Insurance, we're here to help with valuable information, insights, tips, and tools to help you protect your operations. Visit SovereignInsurance.ca to learn more. I landed a contract in Italy, but I need five freelancers to make it happen. I said, sure, let's chat over coffee. With Export Development Canada, risk doesn't stop you. EDC, take on the world. Tap into free content for e-commerce businesses looking to streamline operations and win over customers. Reports, ebooks, and webinars, Canada Post created it all for you. Download one of our free resources at canadapost.ca forward slash content. The Canadian Export Challenge and the Startup Canada Awards are coming to a city near you. Entrepreneurs in Vancouver, Edmonton, Winnipeg, Mississauga, Montreal, and Fredericton have the opportunity for a full-day entrepreneurial experience. In the morning and afternoon, attend your one-day global accelerator where you will connect to Canada's entire trade, export, and growth ecosystem. Accepted entrepreneurs have the chance to pitch to win $25,000 in cash and up to an additional $100,000 in in-kind scaling support. In the evening, celebrate the winners of the 2019 Startup Canada Awards who are driving innovation and growing the economy in your region. Register for the Canadian Export Challenge at startupcan.ca forward slash CXC and get your tickets to your local award ceremony at startupaward.ca. A real entrepreneur helping others succeed. This is your host, Rivers Corbett, on the Startup Canada podcast. Welcome to the Startup Canada podcast, a show serving Canada's entrepreneurship community. On this show, we connect you with the most innovative and entrepreneurial movers, shakers, and change makers across Canada. With day in the life stories and in their shoes experiences, we dive into the true grit of running startup and scale up companies and those driving the entrepreneurial movement. The Startup Canada podcast show is a production of Startup Canada, the national rallying community for Canada's 2.3 million entrepreneurs. If you are a regular show listener, welcome back. If you're new to the program, don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play Music, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. You know, one of the great things I love about interviewing amazing rock star entrepreneurs from across the planet is what we learn from them. And that's why I started Go Forth Garage. Go Forth Garage is all about providing you with the resources, the coaching, the mentorship, the programs to help you and your business. Just check us out at GoForthGarage.com. That's GoForthGarage.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Startup Canada podcast show. One of the things I love about this podcast operation is I get to hang out with some of my buddies, and one of them is my guest today. Uh, please welcome our guest who is passionate about, my guest, Carrie Gordon, who is passionate uh, advocate for entrepreneurship in Canada and is leading startups in Calgary on the path to success every day. Carrie is a successful community builder specializing in grassroots organizations. She's the director 
Director of Ecosystem and Export Development at Calgary Economic and Development and the Executive Director at Startup Calgary, which was one of the original startup communities in the country. Her specialty is facilitating collisions of diverse people, skills, and experiences to encourage and foster growth and development. Startup Calgary is the not-for-profit advocate and collective voice for the entrepreneurial movement, rah-rah, that is reshaping the city of Calgary. They partner with resources to foster startups, connect founders, and support local businesses with programming, events, and initiatives, and definitely a leader in the country. Carrie's passion for community and team is evident in her professional life, and she is a proud member of the volunteer leadership team with the Calgary Stampede, currently sitting as the chairman. And, well, she's not a man, she's a woman, so we're going to call her the chairwoman for the Grand Stamp Committee. She is skilled in creating and motivating employee and volunteer teams, and she is an advocate for entrepreneurship and early stage education to support the local community. We're going to discuss a ton of stuff today. We're going to talk about diversity, early stage education, and building entrepreneurial ecosystems. And I want to talk also about the Calgary Stampede as a business, as an entrepreneurial innovative endeavor. So, Carrie Gordon, welcome to the Startup Canada podcast show. Well, thank you, Rivers, for having me. It's going to be a great journey. So tell me, uh, like, tell me what is happening in the city of Calgary as it relates to entrepreneurship. Give me some high, high level stuff so that the rest of the country can just drool over it. <laughs> uh, well, I, I think to complement my team, by the end of Q4 here, we'll have had over 3,000 people come through our door who wow. are looking for early stage education. So I have an idea, maybe have self-identified as an entrepreneur. What are my next steps? Am I by myself? Is this a lonely journey? And then all of a sudden they land on the doorstep of Startup Calgary and they realize that there's a tremendous amount of uh, support, not just with Startup Canada, Startup Calgary, but throughout the entire ecosystem. And, and that's really a, a, an, it's an awesome place to be. I'm not going to lie. It's so incredibly inspiring when you have all of these people show up your door with, I have an idea. What do I do with it? How do I turn this into a business? So for us, we're very busy and we have the perfect startup problem, which is scaling. We're a small team. So keeping up to the demand. Um, we just two weeks ago had something called Innovation Week where we had our annual launch party. So we hosted 800 people. Uh, to celebrate up-and-coming tech companies in particular. That then partnered with um, Sheet Geek, which, which is a local group right. here in Calgary. They had their Geeky Summit. Uh, <laughs> you know, so, th there, so there was a lot just happening in November. And then, of course, we're starting to have a little bit of a ramp down for the holidays. And then we'll kick right back up in January with... Um, the universities are running a number of different initiatives. We're having a startup weekend. Nice. Uh, so it's it, there's a lot. There, it, like you, you don't, um, you certainly shouldn't be lonely in this city if you are looking to connect with like-minded people. You can do it seven days a week, pretty much any time of the day. And what's your definition of early stage education in entrepreneurship? Mm -hmm. For us, it truly is that person who 
that light bulb over their head. I have an idea, uh, but I really don't know. Is my, my is my idea have some legs? Does it have a market? Does somebody want to buy this idea? So it's helping those entrepreneurs get to that point where they can actually define the idea into a value proposition, identify a potential customer base. Is somebody willing to pay you for that product or service? So it, it's really before that, we really help people truly from the ideation stage and walking them through to the point where, yeah, we've got something here. Or, oh, no, that was a good question. And mm, no, I've got to go back mm. to the drawing board. So that that for us is early stage. Um, I'm fortunate enough to, in the province of New Brunswick to have the role as entrepreneur in residence, which takes me in all kinds of cool spots, too. And I agree with you. There is a lot of stuff happening. Um, but one of the one of the the blocks, if I could call it, for the the growth of entrepreneurship is I saw is that entrepreneurs, when they're at that early stage, come in and say, oh, I need money. I need money. I need money. And and that's where they start. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. You haven't even designed your house yet. How do you even know how much you need? And do you still find that even with the 3,000 people that you've got coming through that they start with, I need money? Yes, absolutely. Uh, and I think we have a bit of a misnomer because we have a number of television shows that yeah. I think perpetuate a little bit of that myth of, hey, I have an idea. I just need to go and talk to some investors. So it's very normal for us to receive the, as I'm sure you do, I, could you just share your angel investor list or yeah. could you put me in front of an investor and I just need a million dollars or a hundred thousand yeah. <laughs> oh, we actually work on an education in how do you fund your business? And, and a lot of people just don't know. And that's okay not to know. So we run a really basic workshop, which is, you know, to start your business, you're probably putting some skin in the game. You may then go to friends and family and ask for, uh, it's going to be one of your first pitches. And really, when is it appropriate to start to then look for outside investment, be that angel investment, it could be non-diluted um, government opportunities, it, you know, where is that? So we help them identify some key milestones that, okay, when you get to here, now you're going to be looking at developing, say, a relationship with a venture capitalist. That's obviously a little further down down the road. When is it appropriate to go and talk to my bank? Um, what is my bank going to ask me? How do we leverage great programs that we have across the country like Futurepreneur? Um, so we really help direct people to those different resources. Not only that, but prepare them for those conversations. Okay, so... Um what uh, I, I know, I mentioned about this, the the the, uh, the the Calgary Stampede, and you know, long-standing tradition of an event in Canada. Everybody in Canada knows about the event, whether or not they've been there or not. Um, reinvention for the success of businesses is pretty important as your as things evolve, customers evolve, circumstances evolve. How have you seen the, the Calgary Stampede? And I know I'm getting away from your role, but I just find it so fascinating how you can keep an event fresh for a period of time. What have been some of the, some of the cool things that the Calgary Stampede has done that you can then relate to your entrepreneur clients as lessons on how to keep fresh and important and relevant to your customer base? 
Okay, so <laughs> amazing question, Rivers. <laughs> Here we go. So I actually find this a really interesting organization. So Calgary Stampede came along in 1912, was organized by a gentleman by the name of Guy Wiedek. In my view, he was very entrepreneurial thinking and rolled into Calgary and said, hey, we should have this cowboy celebration. Let's bring the city together. So he then went and pitched to four gentlemen called the Big Four, um, (laughs) cattle barons. And interesting enough to me, I feel that those cattle barons are today's equivalent of venture capitalists and said, ah. you know, I, I, I want to put this on. I need a little bit of money. Uh, and they supported him. And out of that, 1912 came the Calgary Stampede. So, you know, here we are in 2018. And for us as a stampede or as an organization, um, you were really committed to community and really committed to guest experience. And we're always going back to our customer. It's customer first. And I think that that is a really important lesson for our startups is that you know, we may think something is an amazing idea internally, or we're really solving a certain problem. But if we haven't connected back to our customer, do we actually know that? And the Calgary Stampede, we call our customers our guest. And and so it really is revisiting each year. What is our guest wanting? How do we develop those relationships? How do we keep those relationships going year after year? Because a lot of our visitors are actually from Canada and, and in mm. particular, Western Canada. So how do you entice that person to come back every year in July to celebrate with us? And and you can't, you don't know that unless you do customer discovery. And it really is sitting down and saying what worked, what didn't, how do we make this better? And how do we keep you engaged? How do we keep not just the older generation engaged, but how do we appeal to a younger audience? And so we have initiatives like um, so we have a outdoor stage on park called the Coca-Cola, uh, Coca-Cola stage, which features, um, performers and it's constant. It's, I don't know how many sets a day that they do. And one last year we had a disco party where you put the earphones on and you turn to a channel. So not every, it's a silent disco party. Oh, I love those. That is so cool. And so the coke page literally can go from having young, say that tween group all the way then to a, an older act, which will then bring in an older clientele. And, and, and so it really is appealing to and knowing who your customer is and, and how do you program for them. And, and that's one of the most amazing pieces about Stampede is our connection to community, our connection to the customer, to our client, and then our engagement. So there's 2,400 volunteers who support wow. the organization. And it's, yeah, it's an incredible place to be. I'm, I feel very privileged to um, not only play a role as a volunteer, but be part of the leadership team and and really um, looking at setting the future for the organization, but it's, and it's very entrepreneurial. And I just Mm. love that it came out of 1912 with a guy who had an idea and said, Hey, we create out of this. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, 
Thank you for letting me uh, take you on that journey because I, I I think it's a great testament also to innovation and and you know it's it's funny when we when I think of national heroes that we can tap into as entrepreneur symbols. I don't think we have one like a Richard Branson and we need to tell mm-hmm. more stories of the guy that you just talked about. What was his name again that started it? Guy Wiedek. Yeah, Guy Wiedek. I mean, just crazy stuff. So thank you for allowing me to uh, do that. Your your uh, startup Calgary is, uh, is, a, is ultimately a social enterprise. Um, how do you, how do you uh, build your team to come together in a way that uh, is, is, is cohesive and that you're all focused in on on this on the same strategy and the same objective. So for us, we're a little different than a lot of the other community startup communities across the country in that uh, we're part of Calgary Economic Development, which um, you noted earlier, and we will be celebrating our second year coming this spring of being part of them. And really, that was a testament to our city to stand behind our economic development group and say startup community has and plays an important role. And because of that, um, funding has flowed through the city of Calgary to support Startup Calgary initiatives. Uh, That was a game changer for us. I've been part of the organization in the very bootstrapping years of um, how are we going to keep the lights on? How do we keep a program running? It's important to the place where we are now, which is we have these resources and our job is just to go and work for the community. And and so pulling together a team, the team that we currently have were with us in the lean days. And I think that really what what brings us all together is we believe very strongly in the vision of entrepreneurial desire and, and what entrepreneurs can do for our city, our province, our country. And, and so that becomes our northern star, our guiding light. Right. And then we all play a role in it. We are a great team. We're a team, a team of four. We all bring different attributes. We believe in that guiding light. And we believe very much in our community and and we want to do right by the entrepreneur. And so it really is our responsibility to be out in the community, talking to people, getting to know our new customers, understanding where our currents are at. And our team just, it's like anything when you're trying to pull together a founding team, you want enough variety. You don't want like-minded people on your founding team. You want to be able to have disagreements. (laughs) You want to be able to have constructive conversation where it really allows you to grow as an individual, but as a group as well. And, and our team is, um, yeah, they're, they're just very committed to entrepreneurship and, and to growing our city, which I think is, um, a big piece of our motivation. Um, this next question has two parts associated with it. Uh, the first one is uh, when I started Startup Fredericton, one of my thought processes part of the team is I, you know, I, I, I said I knew there was a love in with the, the entrepreneurs as to what we do and, and how important we are and how we don't get respect for what we do and all that kind of stuff. But, and so there was a love in with that, but it was the broader community I thought really needed to start to understand and appreciate just exactly how valuable the supporting entrepreneurship in the city was. And that is, that is nicely evolved over a period of time. So 
I'm interested, one, how do you do that? And the second one is it's more specific to when people, people I find would say, well, doesn't the Chamber of Commerce do that? So how do you, how do, if you can answer both of those questions, that would be awesome. I'll try to remember them both. <laughs> <laughs> how do we do it? We advocate. For us, we truly believe one of our core values is that we are an advocate or an advocate for the entrepreneurs. And, and so it is part of our job to help tell those stories. We just talked about it with a stampede. Um, we have incredible stories in our country, but as Canadians, I think we are, um, we're not as brash in wanting to tell those stories. And I think that's a shame. Right. So somebody has to be an advocate. So in our community, part of the work that we do is getting out and celebrating and telling those stories and connecting those entrepreneurs into other services and so that and community so that people can see the connection and start to experience them themselves. It's one thing for me to get up there and say, hey, entrepreneurship is important. But when you can start to identify and showcase the journey that those people go on and the impacts that they have. So, you know, we learned very quickly in talking to our politicians. Politicians are very interested in what we're doing but they speak in a language of how many full-time equivalent jobs, so how right. many TEs does a startup <laughs> create? And I, when I first started in this business, I'm like, that is crazy. Who speaks that language? But if we want to engage and have people understand the community, we had to adjust some of our messaging. So we actually started tracking when we became part of CED, Calgary Economic Development. That's one of our um, – components that we track. So of the people who come through our door, how long does it take them in the process and how many jobs are they starting to create? And so we celebrate that. So, hey, we're, we want to know when you're hiring your first FTE. So then we can turn around and say to our politicians at all levels, the startup community is responsible for creating, you know, X number of full-time equivalent jobs. So then they start to go, wow, right. economic impact, that's how you speak to that piece of the community. So then there's the other piece of maybe students, um, people coming out of the universities. Hey, stay in Calgary, stay in Alberta, stay in Canada, because there's amazing jobs that are being created by our entrepreneurs and here's some of them. So showcase and again, advocate for what is happening in the startup community and how does it impact it's, it's a bit like what we were just talking about with Stampede, knowing our audience and helping connect those dots so that they can see the journey or they can see that there's a map that they play an integral part in. And that cool. to me is, is really important. Um, the second, what was, oh, the chamber. Yeah, how's the right. chamber? People chamber. say, oh, the chamber does that. Uh, so for us in, in Calgary, um, the Chamber of Commerce, it, we work, um, certainly partner with them, but they have clearly stated that early stage, so getting my business up and off the ground mm. is not their sweet spot. Um, they are looking for uh, 
a, a company, a business that is a little further along so that you have anywhere between three to five full-time employees, so you're much more established, then it makes more sense to be involved in the Chamber of Commerce. And, and, and you can be in both. So we have a number of our startups who uh, the Chamber, during Small Business Week in October, were nominated and were on the stage for the Chamber of Commerce Awards. Awesome. So where is that um, <clears throat> partnership? It's really understanding what role they fulfill and how can we complement it. And at the same time, they can do the same for us. They clearly don't have a flag in the ground that says we work with early stage. Well, guess what we do? So we have right. a very cohesive and I would say complementary relationship, but it's knowing in your community, what what does your chamber do? Our chamber clearly defines themselves as um, their base client is that person three to five FTE. Okay, great. Then we can start to develop relationships and programming that work together versus I think in some cases where it becomes maybe a bit... Um, onerous on both organizations or several service organizations who are trying to help the client and the best of all intentions. Um, but toes can be stepped on. And, and on that, on that note, um, this is a startup community conversation, but I think it's important for the entrepreneurs that are listening to this podcast to understand it because we're, we're not just 55, we can be 155. So more and more communities can embrace this model. Um, and it's how do you fit into that spot? So getting back to stepping on toes in the, in the community, particularly at the beginning, you, I know I ran into it. It's like, what are you guys doing? We do this stuff. What are you guys doing? And then the, and then it was it was all this big mess until ultimately we found our spot and they started to accept this. How did you bring the brand of Startup Calgary into the uh, the ecosystem? And was it purely because there was a gap on early stage uh, education? And you said that's our space. So there there was a gap. So we were created in 2010 um, by five local entrepreneurs who were hey we need to we're too early for the chamber. And we just want to hang out with like-minded people. Let's create something. So they that's what they did. And we have evolved. And, and in Calgary, we had, um, when I first came into the community, we had a number of, let's call it stepping on toes or perhaps mashing toes. Um, and it wasn't good, right? <laughs> no. There was a number of service organizations, and we're all fighting over the same client, which is ridiculous. And one of the best things that happened was, this is about four years ago at least, that um, the service organizations, <clears throat> there was, uh, I don't even remember who took the initiative, but somebody in the community said, hey, let's get together for a couple hours. And we mapped out on the wall we essentially whiteboarded and said, okay, here are the different areas or stages of entrepreneurship. As a service organization, go and put your your sticky up where you think your client is. And that was an amazing exercise where we all came together and said, okay, we do this. And then we look, we sat back and looked at it from a community perspective and went, hmm. Interesting. So why is it that you think you cover the entire continuum? Yeah. And yeah, so I'm sure there was a lot of that. 
There was, but then it was really an interesting conversation because nobody had ever had that. It was always a reactive, get out of my space, why are you, Mm -hmm. you know, where when we came together and said, well, I just assumed that nobody else was doing this, or I assumed that you only did a little bit of this. It was a great conversation and a cornerstone for us in Calgary in becoming more cohesive and collaborative and I know that those are overused words but I honestly say that that was a game changer for us and everybody came to the table the chamber the universities you name it anybody who we could think has impact with the entrepreneurial journey let's invite them and if you chose not to come that's totally cool yeah but we uh, in that that first meeting, we had over, I'm going to say 12, 14 organizations. Then from that point, we have evolved to, we have a informal group called the Calgary Innovation Coalition that now has 16 service member groups. Mm-hmm. And we meet on a fairly regular basis to talk about what is happening in our ecosystem? Where do we see gaps? Who is picking up that slack if needed? Neat. If nobody can, who has capacity? And it it honestly, Rivers, changed our landscape of how we service the entrepreneur because at the end of the day, they are the core of what we do. And Everything, and yep. It, it was. And, and it, yeah. it really changed that approach has made significant changes for us. You know, I, I always say that, uh, that that entrepreneurs are the most important people in society, just below moms, and <laughs> and it and it causes people to be they get uncomfortable when I say it. And in that chamber deal, I asked that I was up in the northern part of New Brunswick together. We we're starting a new community up there, and I said, you know, the chambers aren't looking after the needs of this early stage entrepreneur and part of the chamber people were there and you could see them squirming a bit. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's important to have that dialogue and understand where the process is going for people that want to start up the, uh, the startup communities. Gary, you have, um, uh, you know, I, again, I've been fortunate enough to have my role with the province for two and a half years now, and I can look back and say, this is what has transpired during my tenure, uh, in that role. And, feel quite proud of it what are you proud about that you haven't already talked about that has happened with uh, with uh, the, the economic development agency and startup calgary under your leadership so yes yeah, super proud of our alignment into economic development and with that also the startup community has been and the innovation space has been named um as a pillar of the new economic strategy for the city of Calgary. And by no means are we or myself responsible for that, but we we have certainly played a small role in that. Sure. Uh, our volunteers, I, I think a startup community needs volunteers, those people who are committed to everything from um, showing up and checking people in at events to helping out with social media to peer-to-peer support and our team's ability to bring in volunteers and not only maintain them, retain them, and recruit new. So the the volunteer pieces is, is an important part of, of our community. I'm very proud of, of that. Um, I think 
walking beside an entrepreneur. So I, I come from a sport background originally. And, you know, what I learned very quickly coming into this world was my coaching background transfers from athletes to entrepreneurs. You use a different vernacular, but it's very much the same process. You want to be successful on an international stage in sport. We talked about the Olympics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in mm-hmm. uh, entrepreneurship, we talk about global, being able to go global. And, and so for me, one of the things that I'm most proud of for us as a startup community or Startup Calgary in particular is how many entrepreneurs allow the startup team to walk beside them on their journey. And even when they outgrow our services and this, they always feel and that they can come home. And I mm. want startup Calgary to feel like it is home base for an entrepreneur. Cool. And no matter how successful your business grows, I want them to come home and celebrate that to, if they need a, you know, just to chat, to have a sometimes a shoulder to cry on, <laughs> that they, they can come home for that. And, and we have really started to see that philosophy come through. And that just makes my heart swell because there's no money in the world can buy that connection. That mm. comes through respect and honesty and doing what we said we were going to do, whether it's a phone call or connecting somebody into something that they needed, that's blood, sweat, and tears. And I'm so proud of our team that that's the relationship we have with our entrepreneurs. I, um, uh, you know, you talk about the, the, um, makes my heart swell. Um, I was fortunate enough to be one of the founding board members of, of startup Canada and have been part of that journey since day one. And my heart swells when I think about what has transpired with that just amazing leadership associated with mm-hmm. it. And I, and I give Victoria and Cyprian, both of them, kudos for that. Um, what value, why does Startup Calgary continue to, not why, what value do you see in that relationship into a larger network called Startup Canada and um, uh, that other communities can learn from that you are taking advantage of or see the value in? So twofold. I think one is our ability to come together. The you know when we come together in October in um, Ottawa to really exchange best practices and and hear from other communities, whether it's Lorne way up in Whitehorse or yeah. you or I just love that sense of a broader community and that we really are Canadians and we, any Mm. success, no matter what province we come from is Canadian success. And I want to be a part of that. And I want to learn from everything that the other startup communities have benefited and whether those are, um, amazing milestones or wow, did that blow up in our face? I want to hear (laughs) those, right? We need to hear those if we're going to strengthen our communities. So that's number one. Number two, what we have learned is to do right by our entrepreneurs. The more extensive our, 
uh, our connections or our network is at Startup Calgary, the better we can serve our entrepreneurs. And what I mean that by that is when we want people to think big, we want them to think outside of their city boundary, their provincial boundary, their national boundary, but we can't do that on our own. So when I need um, to understand how I have an entrepreneur who wants to export into whatever market it is. I don't necessarily have that knowledge or those skills, but in the startup network, I can find that. And in the end, I do right by my Calgary-based entrepreneur because, hey, I can call Rivers and he's going to connect me in with whomever because your network is willing to you're willing to share your network to better entrepreneurs so the more extensive um the more extensive our networks as startup leaders i believe the more we can support global thinking for our entrepreneurs brilliant you know i was going to ask you for some final thoughts but i'm just going to leave it because i think what you just said is a perfect final thought for this conversation and uh, i thank you for this conversation i thank you for your leadership and i thank you for your friendship keep uh, doing your magic and uh, you're a skier also is that where your uh, your your coaching was Yes, I spent 25 years in alpine skiing. So, yes, you should come out. Come skiing, Rivers. I will. Thank you. That's what I was looking for, an invitation. <laughs> well, you have it anytime. <laughs> Thank you, Carrie. Keep on happening, my friend. We'll look forward to uh, hearing all the accolades there to come back from this conversation when it launches. So keep on happening. Thanks for everything you and your team do. Jen's a rock star, by the way. Loved uh, hanging out with her in, in Ottawa in October, too. So yes, thank you for your conversation. Thanks, Rivers. We'll talk to you later. Thanks, you too. Cheers. Thank you for joining us this week on the Startup Canada podcast, a show dedicated to unlocking the entrepreneurial potential of every entrepreneur with access to inspiring stories and tangible lessons to help you run your business. Want access to resources and support to grow your business? Visit startupcan.ca for the latest startup community news and upcoming events like our popular hashtag Startup Chats on Twitter every Wednesday and Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. 